What's up, everybody? This is Keith from the Bronx Lounge. Thanking you for tuning in to today's episode as Cav and I break down all things Yankees baseball and have a great time. Check us out on all social platforms at the Bronx Lounge for daily Yankee content and to join the awesome community we hope to build. We hope you enjoy this episode just as much as we enjoy making it. And without further ado, sit back, relax, and let's talk some Yankees in the Bronx Lounge. I gotta hold down the city, city, New York, New York, New York, New York, New York. I gotta let you know where I come from. Cali, I gotta hold down the city, New York. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the real episode one of Bronx Lounge. I'm here with Keith. My name is Cal. Let's get it going. The Yankees take two out of three from the Dodgers. They take two out of three on both series on the road trip. A really good road trip, if you ask me. Um, how are we feeling after taking two out of three, Keith? Yeah, four out of six for the West Coast is a, it's a good feeling right there. Uh, Dodger series, that was highly anticipated right there. Um, and then, like, really weird games, you know. We were kind of, like, really excited for so much. And then just it was kind of like a quiet series more than it was anything else. Uh, you know, game two was, you know, your loudest game that you had. Game one was just, it was whatever. Um, and then game three was... A good good way to close off your road trip right there, but uh, I feel I feel really good, and I was gonna actually ask you that, like what you were, what your thoughts on kind of like the way we're going right now. I think the Yankees just they just they look good. I mean, game one was the offense was quiet and it was whatever, but I feel like they just kind of they're just looking good right now. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I I feel really good about the way this team is playing right now. I, I think even even the game they lost, it was you know we're we're gonna talk about it, but it was really one inning that. Um, that, you know, cost them that game. The other two games they were able to win. I think the bullpen is looking, you know, better and better as as time goes on, as they start to, you know, form into shape with Kaylee now coming back. And Clay Holmes has looked, has looked really good. Um, and then offensively, they have a lot of guys in that lineup that can give them, you know, different performances on different nights. I mean, we saw, you know, from game one to game two, we saw the difference in performances, you know, Donaldson and Stanton in game one, Bowers in game two. So I'm feeling really good about this team. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I was pretty, I was pretty excited to see the comebacks from Stanton and Donaldson right there. Um, you know, it doesn't go lightly when your first game back from, you know, a lot of bash on the guy, but Josh Donaldson, you know, it doesn't go quietly when you hit two home runs in your return like that. Uh, especially get, you know, Clayton Kershaw, nobody else could hit him. You know, Josh Donaldson connects two deep, like no doubters, especially left center. Um, yeah, uh, it was pretty cool to see that. And Stanton, he's kind of getting his back going now. He had a home run in the game one, and last night he had a like a hundred like a hundred thirteen mile an hour double due to his six. So he's he's starting to hopefully get back to his ways and and uh, you know get himself going. Um, yeah, a lot of couple guys that um, contributed this weekend, especially Bowers. Big game for him, and I feel like Jake Bowers has kind of been making him, himself a name this road trip. Yeah, he definitely has, and it's funny because we, we keep joking about it, you know, off the podcast, but we have been talking about, you know, just personally for about two weeks now how we think he's the the odd man out, and he, he's come out and he's and he's done a great job at the plate, and he's almost, like you said, making a name for himself to the point where he might be on this roster, you know, when some more of these guys come back. He might be one that sticks. Um, yeah, definitely, and... <clears throat> It is pretty funny because I mean, we were, me and you were so back and forth on him too. We were like, you were said like we were like, oh dude, Bowers kid, like he kind of he's kind of showing off a little bit, and then he goes on a streak, and we're like, all right, Bowers experiment done, 
and then now he's doing all right. Badge experiment back on. Uh, but it's just kind of that streakiness that he has in him. And uh, I also, I think it's just the lefty bat, that, that lefty outfielder bat that, you know, our left field spot's a big problem right now. And especially if the injury on Judge, this is going to be a lot of opportunity for Jake Bowers um, and his playing time. So, you know, we'll see how he is, because he's, he's definitely going to be getting the next couple starts to himself, at least, especially if Judge is going to get monitored and all that. Um, and, you know, the outfield's not solidified at all. So it's, he's got, he's got, He's got the next few games, and we're going to see what, what Jake Bowers has in him. Yeah, no, definitely. And then just going back to your Donaldson point, um, you know, Kay said it about 50 times on the broadcast um, on on Friday night. The, the the Yankees' third baseman in total this year have hit 202, um, which is just not going to cut it. So, I mean, a lot of people are not excited about Donaldson. A lot of people don't think, you know, Donaldson is going to be, you know, a big producer. But as bad as Donaldson was last year, he hit better than 202 um, throughout the whole year. So uh, even even if he was the same as he was last year, it's going to be more production than what we've had at third base so far. So I think, you know, that's a good sign for the offense all in all. Um, but let's talk about Seve a little bit. Game one, um, the 8-4 to four loss, but Seve gave up six runs in the first inning. Um, his final line was, you know, four innings, nine hits, seven runs, two, only two strikeouts and a walk. Um, and it ended in 8-4. to four. So that means after that bad Seve first inning, the Yankees did win the game 4-2. to two. Um, what, what did you see from Seve? Because you picked up on a couple things that, uh, that, that I know, you know, you wanted to talk about. Yeah, he, uh, <clears throat> you know, he just everything just looked flat. He just he came out flat. Um, you know, you even said it too. I didn't really get to see a whole lot of Sevy, but yeah, he just he did look flat. Um, his fastball, they they said it in the post game. His his fastball averaged down like ninety five miles an hour. Or so, and I mean, you can't really you can only take that with a grain of salt. You know, these I'm not. No one's overreacting right now. This these Sevy, we haven't seen Sevy pitch in May since. 2019 like you know we haven't act like Sevy hasn't even p- pitched a full season in the past three years so it's we're taking you know these are the games that you take with a grain of salt you're gonna have your sh- you're gonna have your shitty starts you know he literally did great last game and then you know seven runs against the heavyweight offense in the Dodgers you know it just it just happened it was just one of those games um but yeah just the flat the fastball he just ha- he hung it over the plate too much you know Mookie Mookie crushed him both times uh and you know it, that was it. It's just bad game, bad game for him. You know, I'm sure he'll he'll definitely adjust and whatnot. But you know, hopefully, hopefully, what pointed what I kind of pointed out from the fastball average uh, going down is the fact that you know, hopefully it doesn't continue like that. Just because of you know the shoulder that the shoulder injury that he had at the start of the year. Hopefully that's not a, that's not an issue for his fastball, and we continue to see. Um, games like that where he just keeps hanging him over the plate and then, you know, we're back in the situation where six runs in the first and then, right. But, um, yeah, you know, we can only take these games with a grain of salt at the same time and, you know, just hopefully that was just, hopefully that was it for Seve. You just got the bad game out of the way and we're good. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not, you know, this 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 outing didn't really, like, worry me. Uh, it, it was a little bit unfortunate, to be honest with you, because, you know, you go, you go into LA, you play the Dodgers, you know, Kershaw Severino on a Friday night, like, and, you know, he got shelled in the first inning and even Michael K said on the broadcast when they began the second inning, like, you know, don't leave. Like the Yankees do, you know, the the Yankees have been scoring runs and like, you know, people, people, you know, people were tuning out of that game, you know, after the first, definitely a little bit, um, (laughs) a little bit of a, 
whatever a little bit of a you know bad sign but yeah um i'm not too worried either so you know we talked and then you you talked about bowers in game two two home runs i mean um, yeah. and he was pretty much the whole offense judge did hit a homer um and he, he made that great running catch and i'm sure everybody's seen um he breaks the wall in right field hurts his toe he stays in the game um you know and everything everything seemed fine on saturday night but then come sunday um, not in the lineup for game three. And then you actually told me earlier this morning that they're worried. That Broken toe. toe. Broken toe. Yeah, I, I'm pretty – that's a little, like, interesting. Because they weren't even – because last night they – I think it was Rivera asked him if he was available off the bench and Boone giving him yeah, all options on the table. But he's not – like, they were monitoring the entire game. So they don't even – yeah, they don't even – no one knows. I, they might be – because even Judge doesn't even know. Like, he doesn't even know, like – what he's feeling because someone even asked him like it's does it feel broken he said you don't even know he doesn't even know what it feels like so it's just it's kind of concerning but it's not at least it's not like the biggest of injuries it's not like you know anything too crazy but you know hopefully hopefully it's not broken because i'm i don't know what kind of timetable that could be Um, Uh, that's what i was going to ask you because i have no yeah no i don't know i don't i don't know either maybe like maybe two weeks not two weeks maybe no i don't know i really don't I mean, it would, no matter how long he would be on the IL, it would be huge. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he is like nobody else being on the IL. Like, Stan goes on the IL, you know, we can figure it out for a couple of weeks without Stan. You know, Nestor's gonna, going on the IL right now. We can we we'll, we can probably figure it out and be okay without Nestor. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody else, if Judge goes on the IL, like, that completely changes, you know, everything. How, no, how it we changes feel a about lot. The team right now. Um, no, yeah. So, I really hope it's not broken. You know, give him a couple days off, um, you know, don't 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 even play him against one game against Chicago, that, you know, early this week, and just you know get him ready for Boston over the weekend. I'm totally fine with that. I just really hope there's not an IL stint there for him. Uh, yeah, that would change the whole trajectory of of this month. It really would. Yeah, literally, and especially the fact that we got Nestor going on the IL, it's a little concerning. Yeah, let's talk about that. So Nestor um, didn't pitch in this series. We got the news um, yesterday that they're going to be placing him on the IL with a shoulder injury. So I, I kind of wanted to talk about, you know, what what you would rather, um, you know, see. If Nestor's only going to miss two starts, um, he is going on the 10-day. So unless they, re, unless they reinstate him um, to a different, you know, IL, he's going to miss two starts. They're, so they're hoping it, it looks like that he's only going to miss two starts. Say he does only miss two starts. I wanted to kind of get your feel on like what you would like, who you'd want to see. Would you want to see kind of an opener? You know them go. Um, you know with 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 Brito and Jimmy Cordero like they like they did in Toronto. Would you like to just see Brito? Would you like to see somebody else? Like what would you like to see them do to fill those two starts, um, in in Nestor's in Nestor's place? Probably the opener. Uh, yeah, probably the openers. I mean, you got. I mean, you could just do like where you just tr- throw in Brito or someone like that for five, six innings. Um, you could. It's just you know you don't want to risk games like that. Um, yeah, I mean you could go the opener route. It it is it's your safer option. Um, and I mean you still got. I mean you still got your. I think your one through five is still pretty rounded out. I mean, that's only the one game you're really doing, so it's like, yeah. I mean, opener's fine. I think an opener's okay with Brito, especially. He's got his, he's got a little bit of major league experience this year. Um, and even if you want to, even they got, um, if you want to call up like 
uh, you know, Velasquez again or something like that. Um, you can even call him up. Or Vasquez, not Velasquez. Vasquez, Randy Vasquez, uh, you know, something like that. If you want to go a route like that, then, yeah, you can just do that as well. But um, I think the opener option is, like, your safer option, definitely. Don't know yeah, to be honest it. with you, I, I don't want to see – I don't really want to see Burrito make um, make another start right now. I just yeah, don't. Honestly, I, I – as weird as it sounds, I, I think I'd rather see Vasquez make a start. Um, he looked. So, he, I mean, we talked about it. He didn't. He didn't too look bad in his in that starting in San Diego. Yeah. Um, I just. I don't know. I think I, I kind of you know tend to feel towards an opener as well, just because you know they did do it in Toronto and and, and Jimmy did look good, um, you know against the you know against that big part of that Toronto lineup. And then, you know, brought Brito in, and Brito was able, you know, he seemed, you know, more settled down. Um, I wasn't, you know, really impressed with anything we saw from Johnny Brito, um, you know, the whole time he was up. I know the first couple starts were like, you know, who is this guy? But I wasn't too too impressed with him. And I, I if you're going to, if you're going to go the Brito route, I would, I would go with the opener, at least one of those starts. I know, you know, it might be tough to do it for both starts, you know, if, if you have to use Jimmy, you know, in relief, you know, the games before, you know, you can't, you can't just completely save him, you know, to open for Johnny Brito. I understand that, but, um, I, I would, I kind of feel the same way that I, I would, I would go, I would go with the opener with Brito. Um, mm-hmm. and something else we saw in this game before we touch on Cole was IKF in center field. And, and we talked about this. We were watching a little bit of this game together. We talked about this. Um, we've given IKF a lot of praise for what he's done defensively in the outfield. He's done a really good job, and he's looked really good out there. Like, you know, just plain and simple. He's looked very good, you know, confident in him. The only thing is, I just don't think he's got the arm for center field. And, no. I, and for me, I, I don't want to see him out there in center field, um, you know, that often. <laughs> I just don't. No, yeah, no. And it sucks at the out because the outfield just looks so weird right now. I mean, last night, they, last night was Calhoun, or IKF, and bowers it's just the outfield's in shambles right now and it's it's such a mess with the uh with the injuries and yeah i mean it kind of sucks um because ikf yeah he's been doing incredible this year um like utility wise he's been you know doing what he's had what do he's doing what he's been asked to do um there's just not there's not there's really, really no other option not much options the only other option that i was kind of thinking about and I actually kind of wanted to bring this up a little bit today, um, was the fact that uh, Floreal and AAA, we've always given, we've given Floreal, I feel like you, I feel like we've given Floreal a hundred shots, but you know, he's at, he's had under a hundred plate appearances in the majors and maybe you just give him a little bit of time and he just, and he just, and he breaks in maybe we've, I've, you know, we, I feel like we're always let down by Floreal in the two years past, but He's hitting. He's hitting three. He's hitting three twenty right now in in AAA. You know, like you know, that's a center fielder that has some major league experience. That you know, they kind of want. They've always been going back towards to see that to kind of feel that love for him. So, you know, maybe why not a Floreal reunion just to maybe uh, maybe try that experiment again. Go back and you know that's another. There's a fast lefty bat. That's that's a threat on the base pass right there. Um, you know, it's someone that we were looking at for Volpe, but, you know, it's just been a struggle for him to get on base. So, you know, there's your speed right there, um, if you can get on base at least. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Center field's a big problem as well with IKF. Uh, IKF's arm is not good. No, it's not. Um, and it is just a problem, the outfield in general. So it's 
yeah, it's concerning. Maybe in left field, I'd, I'd much rather see IKF in left field. It's just you don't really have a solidified center fielder, especially with Bader being out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess we, you know, I guess some people might wish we, you know, we could have Hicks back. No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, that would be like a safer option. Yeah. So what what would you would you see out of Cole? Six innings, one earned, five Ks. Give a couple extra runs, but those weren't um, those weren't earned. To me, the fastball still looked like off in terms of control. It wasn't a terrible start, obviously. It was definitely better uh, in terms of results than it's been. But what did you see out of Garrett? Yeah, like you said, it was just like a couple, couple pitches where you're just like, mm, come on, Garrett. Um, he didn't know. It just wasn't a, no, it wasn't, wasn't a bad start at all. Um, you know, it was a quality start. He gave it, he gave it to him. Just his pitch count, his, his pitch count's always so high. He's always... He's always in innings way too long. He's always getting worked, and I feel like that's why he loses a lot of his control. It's just the way he's like, the way his fastball is always getting like, kind of pieced up a little. Not pieced up, but you know, it's kind of getting, it's gets it gets it gets either tipped off or whatnot. So he's just he's getting he's getting worked into innings a lot, and then he'll lose his control on the knuckle curve, um, or his slider or something like that. <clears throat> but no, I didn't. I think I thought he. I thought he pitched fine. It's just he's he's got a lot. He's got a lot to kind of get himself back on track with, um, which he does get into those streaks and seasons. We've seen it where he'll just his like his fastball will just look off, or you know he's just or he's just leaving it over the plate. Um, but again, I mean, this is a this is an offense where you know you just there's a lot of there's a lot of star power on that offense. So it's you know you don't you don't gotta really it's not it's not like the worst if you give up or like you know one runs or like more than one runs given up i guess you could say it's just you know it's mistake pitches against a good team i guess um is the best word to say so yeah i'm not i'm not i think i was you know not a bad start by garrett he had a good start um just you know a lot to get back on track for him yeah i mean that's definitely the best lineup that he's faced in this bad you know this kind of bad stretch um, you know, of outings that he's had, and it, it was you know the, when you look at the line, the line's fine. I'm still I'm still looking for the strikeouts to go up, um, but you know, all in all, you know, to go six innings, one earned at Dodger Stadium is is you really you, you're being picky if you're asking for like too much more than that. So like you know, um, you know, definitely definitely a pretty solid outing. And then the third outing of the uh, of the series was Domingo, and I before we before we talk about Domingo, do you remember? Um, you know, I think it was. I think it was early May. Um, at home against the Guardians, ninth inning, Domingo shoving, gives up, gives up the single, and Boone takes him out. And Clay Holmes comes in, gives up the lead. They lose the game. Everybody was calling for Domingo to stay in that game, right? Everybody. Not saying you. I'm just saying Yankee, Yankee. No May. Yankee May. Nation. Yeah. Yankee Nation in general was calling for Domingo to stay in that game. Now let's fast forward to last night. Domingo shoving on Sunday night baseball at Dodger Stadium. Seventh inning. We know he's susceptible to giving up the home run, and that is why Boone pulled him against Cleveland a month ago. What does he do? Gives up a home run to J.D. Martinez. Ties the game at one. I just wanted to. I just wanted to like bring that up because like everybody was killing Boone for that. But, like, Domingo does give up home runs in big situations. Like, he does. And, like, we saw it last night. Like, he shoved. He was so good last night. Made one mistake to J.D. Martinez. He didn't miss it. Oh, well. Really not a, you know, it is what it is. But I just wanted to point that out. But Domingo was really good. Um, What did you see out of Domingo? 
<clears throat> yeah, I mean, we, we've been kind of, like, back and forth with Domingo just because of, like, you know, it's just the, the past trouble he's kind of gotten into, so it's been, like, you know, a love-hate relationship with Domingo. Um, I think he, I think these past couple starts have been, um, really positive starts. Um, you know, even the game that he came back, you know, we were kind of, like, eh about it. Um, but he still, you know, he didn't even do too bad, you know. Um, I am very, I'm, I don't know, I, I like to start. I'm really, I'm glad, I think he did great. You know, like you said, the little mistake of Pistol Martinez. It's, it is, you know, you can go back and forth with the whole boon and if it was the right decision or not to take him out um, <clears throat> with that whole thing. Um, yeah, I, no, I'm, 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 I, I think Herman, even before the whole thing, I think he was legit one of our best pitchers this year. I think he just, his stuff looks, <clears throat> his stuff looks, I mean, the sticky stuff, you could use that as an argument, but his stuff looks good. Like his slider looks in control. His changeup, he really is reliant on for, a, for as, his, as his third strike pitch. So I don't know. I think Herman just looked comfortable this year. Um, and, you know, I think those games where he's getting really deep into those games and, you know, those are games where you see him start to f unfold a little bit. Um, you know, there will, he will get the games where he goes nine innings and where he's, you know, unhittable. But, uh, you know, there's, there's, there are all those points in late in the games where he does unfold. And so I'm not, so now that you do bring that up, yeah, I can't see, I can't blame Boone for taking him out the way that he does, the way that he did. But yeah. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, obviously, in I mean, against Cleveland, Clay Holmes didn't have it. So, like, so, like, I know, yeah. Well, that was just a bad move. I think. Yeah. So, like, as, as a manager, it's like you can make like the right move or the absolutely wrong move, and if it's really up to the player if they're going to execute, because like if he takes out Domingo in that game and Clay Holmes shoves, nobody talks about it. So, like, it, it like it, you know, it's it, it's it's a catch twenty two kind of situation. But I just I just wanted to bring it up as like a comparison because, like that that right there was the reason why. You know, Boone was thinking the way he was thinking against Cleveland because he will give up that home run ball. But, yeah. I mean, nevertheless, a really good start for Domingo. He kept them in the game because the offense did not do much against Miller, who looks like a young stud. Yeah, you were you were you were big on Miller too because you were saying that Coney was praising him too. Coney was big on him. Yeah, I listened to Coney's podcast, Toe in the Slab, and he is big on that kid, and I see why now. Uh, that that kid has got yeah, yeah, he had some really stuff. good stuff. Yeah, he's got hundred mile an hour fastball wipeout slider he just you know controls a little a little iffy right now but i mean for that young to have that good of stuff is crazy but this is a yankee podcast so let's <sighs> move on waldo had the big at bat the ground out to second base that scored rizzo made it two to one was eventually the game winning run um and i saw some people on twitter you know saying all right well you know really good at bat for waldo in a big situation you know maybe he's back guys he grounded out to second base the ground out moved his average to 199 on the year He's now under 200 because of that ground out. His only at bat of the game. Let, like, let's chill. Like, he grounded out the second base. Like, it scored. Well, he had a homer. He had a homer in oh, yes. game two. Right. So that's right. why. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. I, I still, right. Yeah. I still think Waldo is is the odd man out here because we talked about we talked about Bowers. They like Willie and like I like Willie. I don't love Willie, but I like Willie. I like Willie right now better than I like Waldo. 
So, like, for me, it's still as Waldo, like, when, when Bader comes back. Like, so for everybody, you know, saying that, you know, as Waldo is, you know, earning his way back on, I don't think that's the case right now. Do you feel any differently? Do you think that, you know, he has another couple good games and we might have to have another conversation? Because I just, I don't think so right now. Hmm. I think if he has another couple good games, yes, I think he'll have, I think, uh, I think he'll be kind of like in the conversation of, yeah, I think we'll have another conversation of having to keep him up here or not, but odd man out is such a hard thing because I mean, he was, it's, it is hard to kind of have that odd man out when, you know, last year he's on, last year he's on the roster for the last, last 40 games of the season in the postseason, you know, hit a home run in the postseason. He's a guy that everyone's looking forward to in the start of the year. He's your guy that everyone's like, you know, we struck, <clears throat> we struck out on Benintendi. So Oswaldo's the guy, Oswaldo's the guy to just let him develop, be this guy. And then he kind of goes into this. Um, I think they love, I think they like Oswaldo just because of his swagger, but you know, Odd man out wise, to me, yes, he is the odd man out. To the Yankees, no, I don't think. I think he's just. I think he just stays in that. I don't know. I really don't because he already was the odd man out when when Stanton came back. It's such a. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. I think. I think. I don't know. He. I think that. I think he would really have to go onto a hot streak to kind of keep his name into that. Yeah, I agree. You bring up a great point. Like even before Bowers had the huge series against the Dodgers like Waldo was the odd man out like yeah like they, they they like they've shown that you know they're they're willing to go with Bowers and IKF in left field right now they've just shown that you know now because of you know the Bader and now the judge injury you know now it's a little bit different but when when Bader and judge were there they chose Bowers IKF and Willie over Waldo and I don't like like you said I agree I don't expect that to change um, yeah Volpe with the two-run insurance homer um in the ninth Made it a little easier for Wandy to come in there and close that game down. 193 on, you know, the season now for Volpe. Nine home runs, which is which is good for a shortstop, actually. Nine home runs, you know, at this point from a shortstop is, is really good production. He's got 26 RBIs, um, a 631 OPS. So the numbers are still not great besides the homers. He's shown us the power. And, he sh- I mean, and that honestly is really all he showed in this series. Like, again, like, this is what, he, this is what he's done, like, which is okay. Like, I'm not – I'm not – I, I feel like a lot of people that I talk to think I'm like a Volpe hater, and I'm not. Um, I just like to point out that like he hasn't been great at the plate. Like all we've really seen consistently is the power. Uh, like nine home runs from a shortstop is, is really good. Yeah, no, definitely. And everyone's everyone's big thing was the fact that he's uh, he's you know the speed helps him out. You know, speed on base. You know, he's an odd base threat. Um, but yeah, the the home runs. I mean, the power has been showing off this year. Um, you know, I just once he gets the adjustments where he can actually start, you know, getting used to the major league pitching and just all that. You know, then it's gonna start piecing together where he's gonna just get on base for, and then you know, home runs start coming out of nowhere. You know, we're looking at a fifteen. You know, if he goes on a good streak, maybe twenty homer season um, from from Volpe in his rookie year after you know on a shitty year. So it's like. <clears throat> You know, wait till he starts actually, you know, getting getting the hitting together, and he just starts getting on base all the time. Then we're looking at a 300 hitter with now with 25 home runs, maybe. You know, you know, I think it I think it only goes up for him. Um, you know, rookie years, you know, you can only take these with a grain of salt. You know, it's just they're just rookie years. They're just he's just getting everything going. Um, I'm excited to see what we what he's got, but it's just it's been a tough road for him right now, and I can tell and. 
Um, the power, the home runs, especially right now, these are big for him. Um, to kind of just get all that weight off his shoulders and start, and just maybe just start start getting him to where he needs to be. <clears throat> yeah. So this week, uh, you know, off day today on on Monday for for the Yanks, um, and then we get the Sox and the Sox. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll we'll host the White Sox, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we get the Bo Sox um, at home. Game one is going to be Clarky, and then game two is undecided. That was supposed to be Nestor um, on Wednesday, so we'll like we you know we talked a little bit about what we think what we think they might do. We'll see what they end up doing, and then the third game, um, you know, for the White Sox is going to be Seve on the bump against Mike Clevenger. Um, so a couple of pretty decent pitching matchups. We're going to see Lance Lynn, uh, Lucas Giolito, and Mike Clevenger for the White Sox. They have not been good this year, but as of late, they've been they've been playing a little bit better baseball. They had an absolutely torrid start. They're still nine games under five hundred. So um, you know, definitely need to take two out of three at the least. Uh, no, I think this. I th- honestly think this, this is a series you have to honestly take all like three games. I feel like. Hmm. Yeah, no, okay. I, I don't know. I feel like Chicago's just been such a disappointment this year, and I feel like you just can't lose that. I don't know, Lance and, and Giolito, and Clevenger's just, Clevenger sucks. Um, but I feel like Lance and Giolito just, they, they haven't been good this year. I feel like that's just, it's big. This is going to be a big offense. Like, if the offense struggles this series, we're, like, it's going to, it's you're going to be a little concerned, especially the fact that, you know, they kind of struggled in game three, one and three against LA. Um, if they struggle this series, then we're going to have to be like, okay, let's see what happens in Boston. But if that, if, if that goes even South, then, then there's a problem. But, um, I think it's a big, big series on the offense, seeing how much, how much they can put up. Yeah. Uh, I watched, I watched the Red Sox Rays game, uh, early afternoon yesterday. Rays just continue to win. So we stay six games back of them. They're in first place. Still four games back of Baltimore as Aaron Hicks triples and, and helps the, the Orioles. No way! Did he actually? Oh my he, god, dude. For Baltimore. Of course he is. Oh my god. Well, we knew that was going to happen and we know that it's just, it's it, it's going to be a little short stint and he's going to go back to being Aaron Hicks. We know that. Like, it, yeah, it, this is probably. not going to last. Yeah. Toronto now eight and a half back in the division and Boston 11 games back in the division. They're only one game above 500 and they're playing a makeup game today with Tampa. So if they lose again, against Tampa today, they're going to be the only team that's not above 500. That would be nice to see. That is yeah, great. That would be nice. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, especially <laughs> right. if they're coming in. Yeah. That is going to be it for episode one of the Bronx Lounge. A little bit of a shorter one. Um, not a ton of huge topics to delve into. We'll you know, try to keep them around 45 minutes to an hour on a normal basis. This one definitely a little bit shorter. But that is going to do it. Nevertheless, we will be back at you guys probably Thursday morning. No probably friday morning actually um probably friday morning after after thursday night's game against the white Sox, we'll recap the white Sox series and we will preview the boston red Sox coming to town that is going to do it here on the bronx lounge with keith on cav subscribe look at all the socials we're going to be posting on there a lot Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys on Friday. Oh, yeah. around the corner, well, I know how they do. Plus, I'm listening up, too. So if you try to diss me on the song and do something wrong, I'm going to pull off your bitch-ass thong and sick one of my slap brothers and sisters.